Hello and welcome back to the In Her Shoes podcast. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. This episode actually completely failed the first time it was recorded and it wouldn't upload to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which is why you currently didn't see episode three up there. So anybody that thought that making a podcast was easy, think again. There's definitely an art to it, but we're re-recording and we're going to get this one right. And luckily today I'm talking to you about something that I'm incredibly passionate about. And this is probably the most important podcast out of the first three before we get into our guest episodes next week, because this episode is all about the power of networking. So I don't know if you've ever wondered what networking really is or how to do it effectively. If you've ever thought that, you're in the right place because we're about to explore the ins and outs of building valuable connections. Networking is a term we often hear, right? But what does it mean? At its core, networking is the art of building and nurturing relationships with people who can provide support, guidance and opportunities in both personal and professional spheres. Now, some individuals seem to effortlessly excel at networking, while others may find it more challenging, but fear not, because today we're really going to uncover the secrets to effective networking that anyone can apply. The hope is by the end of this episode, you feel comfortable and confident in taking on networking and using it to advance your own career. So to understand the dynamics of networking, let's visualize it as a three-tiered structure. So the first tier is your inner circle, consisting of your closest friends, family, and trusted mentors. Now, these are individuals who know you best and have your best interests at heart. Obviously, they provide emotional support, advice, and can open doors to valuable connections. Then we move to the second tier. Here we have our connectors. These are people who have vast networks themselves and excel at making introductions. They're the bridge between different groups and industries. These connectors really thrive on connecting people. And they're instrumental in expanding your network. So they cultivate relationships with other connectors. And this can really help you tap into new opportunities and access resources that maybe previously were out of reach. And then finally, we have the outer circle. This is the extension of your network. These are the individuals who may not be directly connected to you, but they share common interests, maybe the same industry, perhaps goals. Now, the outer circle holds immense potential for growth and collaboration. By actively reaching out and engaging with these individuals in your outer circle, you can broaden your network and really uncover new possibilities. So, now that the framework's in place, let's talk about how to make networking work for you. And the key to effective networking lies in authenticity, reciprocity, and adding value. It's not just about collecting business cards or sending connection requests on social media. You really have to build genuine relationships. And this requires time, effort, and a genuine interest in others. While networking, you know, the focus on building meaningful relationships and connections rather than simply chasing opportunities. You've got to take time to get to know people, their interests and goals. So show genuine curiosity and listen attentively. Networking is a two-way street, so be prepared to offer assistance and support to others as well. It's about building mutually beneficial relationships where both parties can thrive. Now, to bring this to life, I kind of want to tell you a story about how I managed to get a well-known VC, a venture capitalist in LA to give me the time of day. 
This VC, he'd previously sold his two companies to Salesforce. And after being a two-time entrepreneur, he decided that he wanted to take his expertise to the other side of the table and serve entrepreneurs as a venture capitalist. Now, I was in my early 20s at the time, and the VC market in the UK was was unforgiving to females. The British stiff upper lip was represented in full force with just steel doors bolting any access to capital for females. I set my sights on the States as a market that seemed a lot more open to young female entrepreneurs. And up front, I'd already noticed the ingrained issues in the terminology that was used to describe the entrepreneur VC relationship. They coined it as getting into bed with somebody. If you're looking for a long-term relationship, you don't just get into bed with someone without knowing them first. Now, irrespective of this, I was determined to break through and prove that I was just as good, if not better. And this was going to take some work. A simple outreach email wouldn't do, uh, you know, or convey the passion that I had in meeting and pitching my idea to this specific VC. So I did my research. I found out a couple of key things that he enjoyed and liked specifically about London because that's where I'm from and I wanted to grab his attention in context. His favorite thing was sitting on the tube and watching people and thinking about what life they may have. It's a, it's a great hobby. I do, I do the same. In turn, I decided to pick up a tube map mug and put my pitch on a USB and sent it across to his offices. I paid for, you know, obviously delivery confirmation. Delivered, it said. At this point, I'm sitting at the edge of my seat, hoping and waiting for a response. A week passes, no response. But a Google alert for his new blog post comes out. Advice for founders looking for investment, it said. If you're looking to get investment across the waters, don't expect to get responses unless you get on a plane and get out to meet with your potential investors. Now, if that wasn't a sign, I don't know what is. And yet you guessed it. I was already on Skyscanner booking the flight. So after I hopped on the plane from London and arrived in Century City, I made sure I booked the hotel right next to his office. Borderline stalkerish, but at this point I was on a mission. So I was doing the routine morning walk to grab a coffee and lingering in the hope of catching him, uh, you know, walk into the office. Approaching day four out of five of the trip, my motivation was at an all time low. I was here. I had done, you know, what I thought was required to get FaceTime with him, or so I thought. And I remember sitting at the bar. Um, it was the Intercontinental in Century City, and I was sitting at the bar, having made friends with the kind and friendly staff. And everyone in LA has a story. Everyone's there for a reason. And so the question naturally came about, you know, why are you here? I gave him the down low on, you know, how I came to be sitting in this Century City hotel a long way from home, and doubting every decision I'd made thus far and they said wow you know all of this and he hasn't even responded I told them about the previous tube map mug that I'd sent with my video pitch and mentioned that he also loved drinking Guinness in British pubs they invited me into the kitchen and said let's give it one last shot we made him a cake in the shape of a Guinness pint glass and sent it to his office so I went to went to bed and woke up the following day, kind of refreshing the laptop that I just had on the bed next to me. And the first thing I saw was the top of my inbox, an email saying, how can I say no to that breakfast Friday morning? I was overwhelmed. I did it. Like sitting and waiting for him to show up that day was like waiting for a celebrity 
this, you know, that was the first of many meetings with this VC. And the reason for telling you is that if you put your mind to something, anything is possible. You just have to want it enough. So bring your vision board and your blueprint to life. And the way that you do this is you're going to need to leverage your network strategically. Share your goals and aspirations with your inner circle and your connectors because they can provide guidance, advice, and potentially introduce you to individuals who can help you along your journey. Don't be afraid to reach out to individuals in your outer circle and also explore those common interests or projects. Collaboration and synergy often emerge from unexpected connections. I connected with the staff of an LA bar that were all familiar with putting yourself out there for a dream and opened up their skills to help me barge through a door. Now, not everybody who can help you has the perfect resume or went to the right school. Networking is an ongoing process, so be proactive and consistent. Attend industry events join professional associations and participate in online communities that are relevant to your interests. Seek out those opportunities to meet new people and share your expertise and contribute to the conversations. Networking is not about a one-time interaction, but about nurturing and expanding that network over time. So remember, effective networking is a skill that can be honed with practice and a genuine desire to connect with others. Embrace the power of networking as we go on this journey together. Let's maximize your connections, cultivate your relationships, and watch as your network becomes a catalyst for your personal and professional growth. (laughs) 